your inner child. Something I've learned is that we have a lot of beliefs that we have about ourselves, some of the outdated beliefs, or just some beliefs that hold us back. Maybe you think you're not capable of doing something you've always wanted to do, or you feel like, you know, you're not, and you know, you're not blank enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're, you know, you're just taking up too much space. That's something else I notice. I go to Target and any. You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hey everyone, welcome back to For Better Self and Net Worth. It's your host, Ella, on Enneagram 3 and all about living my life to the fullest. Speaking of living to the fullest, I'm doing something that I love doing the most, and that is recording this podcast. This is the 99th episode. It's not the 99th episode of For Better Self and Net Worth, but it is the 99th episode that I have recorded. So super excited to share that with you guys. It's also the week of my birthday, and I love recording on my birthday, but I'm kind of at a loss. Well, I was until recently of what I was going to talk about. Um, past couple of years, I talked about, hey, this is what I've learned. This is what I would have told myself 10 years ago. But, you know, like anything else of my pep talks, it comes to me almost the day before. And while it's fresh on my mind, that's what I love to speak about. So this quite possibly, I'm going to give you guys a heads up before we get into the episode. This quite possibly is going to be the last episode that I'm recording solo. And that is because I put out some feelers of getting some guests on the show. And as of this weekend, I had exactly 111 inquiries of guests wanting to be on the show. So I will be going through that. I've already interviewed quite a few already of episodes I'm going to be able to put out in advance. And that is just super exciting for me. And it's also going to be easier to give you content weekly. Last week, I played hooky. You know, I'm kind of sad to admit, but I did play hooky. And it was for good reason. I got a last minute request to travel for work, which is really funny because I put it in the Ethereum around December that I wanted to go on a trip for my birthday. I just wanted to take a quick trip and it could be the ski slopes. It could be, you know, just an overnight trip to a new city, but 
I didn't really plan anything. I was kind of waiting to see how the weather does. However, I was asked about a couple days before my birthday if I could go to Charlotte, North Carolina for work. And that is what I did. Spent my birthday in the air. And I got on the plane and realized, oh, crap, I did not record. And I hate that. But... The best news is, is going forward, if I get to interview everybody that is inquired, I'm not going to have to worry about recording every week, getting you guys some fresh content. I've got some amazing guests that are going to be super helpful in that. So with that all being said, I'm really looking forward to what I'm getting ready to bring you in the next year. This next week, I've got, I'm going to be doing some recording and it's going to be some of me talking, but got a special treat that I'm working on and I can't wait to bring that to you. Of course, being the 100th episode that I recorded, I'm going to have to do it big. I'm going to have to make it fun and it's going to be very commemorative of this podcast. So thank you as always for listening and hanging with me. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of this. I hope you are just as lit up listening to the show as I am recording it. I have really just been on a journey here as I consider myself a lifelong learner. I'm always growing and evolving. That's kind of what inspired the name change. And with this growth journey, I'm learning a lot about myself and I'm learning a lot from other people as well. Therefore, if you have been listening since day one, thanks for hanging in. And if you're new to the podcast, I hope you'll continue listening. So week of my birthday, let's talk about it. There's this, there's a meme that goes around and it says, what was the number one song on your 23rd birthday? And whatever that number one song is, that is symbolic of how your life's going to turn up. So Ironically enough, my number one song on my 23rd birthday was Let's Dance by Lady Gaga. And that's very fitting for me because what's my favorite thing to do in the whole world besides recording the podcast? Dancing, learning new dance classes. I've been doing tap dancing classes lately, contemporary dance. It's just, that's how I stay in shape. That's how I work out. And it's just symbolic of how much fun I have in life. When I talked on the last episode, I talked about the exist experience, how I just started dancing out of nowhere. And yeah, I love it. Well, this birthday that I'm celebrating, the number one song on the billboard chart is by Miley Cyrus and it's Flowers. And something really fun is I actually bring in the new year due to an allergic reaction with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton being my favorite person in the whole world. I got to ring it up Miley Cyrus and Paris Hilton as well. And it was a really good show. Then a couple weeks later, I hear she has a new release and it's the song Flowers. And there's so many Easter eggs in it. Everybody's like, wow, way to throw shade at your ex. Oh my gosh, this song, it's just, she's wearing the dress. She's just really putting it to Liam. And yeah, I hear it that way. I know why people think that. But when I listen to it, it kind of just reminds me of the greatest love that you'll ever have. The greatest relationship you'll ever have. And that relationship is the relationship you have with yourself. So how are you treating yourself? On my birthday this year, of course, I got to travel. And because of that, I treated myself to a nice dinner on the company dime and came back home and 
Friday, you know, still worked from home. And then Saturday, I took myself to brunch at a restaurant in downtown Nashville called Ella's, and it was magnificent. And I invited some of my closest friends to celebrate with me. I can make a reservation for up to eight people. So I thought, okay, seven of my closest friends. And I surrounded myself with people that just showed me so much support, so much love. And that was just a really special way to celebrate. And I also got to celebrate with my coworkers now. My coworkers remembered that my favorite dessert of all time is a Krispy Kreme donut. I love it more than cake, milkshakes, everything. I, love, I have a sweet tooth, but Krispy Kreme donuts are just my favorite. A warm Krispy Kreme donut, you cannot beat it. So that's what they made me. And I knew they were going to do a birthday celebration for me. So being the three on the Enneagram that I am, I made a charcuterie will. So I went to Trader Joe's and I went all out, got the crackers and the meats and the nuts and all the fruits and everything and just decorated it and they're like why are you doing for this for us on your birthday and i said well you know my birthday is one of my favorite holidays i was also reminded of this when i was watching jenny and georgia and my favorite character on the show her name is maxine and she's just, she's a theater kid. She loves to perform. She loves doing impressions of people. And she just embraces her weirdness. She is, she's my idol. And that, that's kind of what I wanted to be in high school. And I kind of was maybe like that in high school, but that's just, that's, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. On her birthday, she was making it obvious. She wore a tiara made it obvious that it was her 16th birthday and everybody was wishing her a happy birthday. And to which she replied, well, happy my birthday to you too. And she was so excited to be celebrating it. So excited. It was her special day. And, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, the, the punchline is she's really full of herself, but she's all about self-love and embracing her uniqueness and just being who she is. And this just reminds me of how I've, in the past years, learn to really invest in myself. I take myself on vacation. I will buy myself flowers. I take myself dancing, all these things that Molly says to do in her song. And it's not because I'm trying to get back at anybody or having revenge. It's because that's what I want to do for myself. And learning to love yourself is learning to spoil yourself. The day after my birthday, I got to do a sound healing, which if you've never done a sound healing, you totally should. It is a treat. I did a sound healing with my friend, Casey. She was on the show in October. And what a sound healing entails is you just get really comfortable. You lay on the floor, just in Tadasana, a yoga pose. And you listen to these beautiful sounds, these beautiful singing bowls, and they sound a lot like church bells. It's the one thing I can compare them to. And what it does is it puts your brain in a theta state to where you can tune out the noises all around you. And what was really cool was during this, the singing bowls, she took a break and then I heard, I'm in downtown Nashville, mind you. And then I hear people singing, stand by me. And in that moment, it just sounded like that's how it was meant to sound. It just came together perfectly. And so did the sound healing, woke up, felt really energized, let myself have a good night's sleep, gave myself the tea and 
I've just done a lot of reflecting on just how important it is to show up for yourself. And when you show up for yourself, naturally, you attract people who show up for you. If you want a healthy romantic relationship, you have to invest in yourself first, or you might possibly attract someone that's really toxic. Or if you want friends who support you and cheer you on, you have to do that for yourself. You also have to be the kind of person that supports other people as well. So what I want to get to with this episode is, well, there's one other point I want to make. And what I want to get to is talk about five ways that you can love yourself on your birthday or the upcoming holiday Valentine's Day. There's one more point I want to make before I get to that. And something that I've noticed in the past years is a lot of people in my circle don't always like to celebrate their birthday. I love celebrating my birthday, obviously, but other people are just kind of shy about it. And I never understood why until recently. People think that after 30, it's all over. Women were taught to fear aging because, oh, heaven forbid, you know, we have laugh lines or, you know, our biological clock or whatever is ticking away. We don't want to find other ways to find fulfillment and happiness in the world. But society celebrates aging men, but they look down on women who are aging and they teach us to fear aging. In fact, they teach women to fear a lot of things. They teach women to fear independence or fear their own knowledge. We see this when we look at the statistics around women in STEM careers. So one of the points I want to get across before I get into the self-love pieces is, and this kind of goes right along with the self-love, the point I really want to get across is You should celebrate every year of your life, every year that you've lived and all that you've overcome. And there's really nothing to fear about aging. People ask me all the time. I had somebody ask me, uh, we went to a hockey game. He's like, so are you looking forward to your birthday? Are you dreading it? I'm like, why would I dread it? He was like, oh, most people don't like to celebrate their birthdays after they turn 30. And I'm like, no, I love my birthday why wouldn't I be celebrating my life? And the point I want to make is if you're somebody that, and it's a, it's normal to have anxiety around the year end or even around a birthday, if you've got that ideal of a timeline, as much as we shouldn't have the ideal of a timeline, we sometimes do. If you're the person that tends to feel super anxious, forgive yourself for feeling anxious, but know what you have to be grateful for around you. And for me, even this Saturday when I was, I was kind of hesitant to plan something for my birthday because it's like, oh, you know, my friends have busy schedules. I'm going to ask them to come out and have brunch or, you know, I'm asking them last minute because I ended up having to ship some plans for my birthday. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know, no, I shouldn't feel bad about that. I love to celebrate my birthday and the people that want to celebrate with me are going to show up and they did. So one of the things that I did that showed up for myself was to plan a birthday brunch. Another way I showed up for myself was taking myself to a sound healing. I try to show up for myself every day by letting myself have quiet time with some tea and do my devotionals and my journal. I show up for myself by recording this podcast. I 
don't, you know, the fall of this year, I had to show up for myself by school and homework, but then I also felt bad that I had to compromise doing the podcast. Now, this is a way that I show up for myself is doing something that I really want to invest time into. So what I want to challenge you to do is to find ways to show up for yourself. And these are just five ways of which I would suggest showing up for yourself and ways that you should love yourself. So the first rule of showing up for yourself and showing yourself some love, and this is going to be something that you do before you do anything else, and that is getting comfortable with your own company. If you're looking to attract a supportive group of friends, or if you're looking to attract a supportive partner, or if you're looking to feel loved by other people, it has to start with you. Also, spend some time alone. What is it that you would like to do? I mean, you like to be around your friends. You like to go on adventures together, but what do you like to do? What are some of your favorite hobbies? That could be watching a show on Netflix that nobody else likes to watch. Or for me, I, for the first time, I think it was, it was about five years ago. No, it was four years ago. I took myself on my first solo trip. Now I've traveled by myself a lot for work before. So I wasn't necessarily new to traveling by myself, but I went on a trip to Boston, a city I've always wanted to see, used some travel credits that I had from Hilton and Southwest just coming up the end of the year. And I just, I just took myself and I took myself to Boston without an agenda. I said, okay, I'm just going to get there. And then I'm going to decide what I want to do while I'm there. And that is exactly what I did. I kind of flew by the seat of my pants. I went on a lot of historical tours. I saw Sam Adams Brewery. I got to drink a cold Adams looking at a cold Sam Adams, meaning I was at the bar across the street and looked at the graves of some of the famous figures such as Sam Adams. I got to go to Cheers. I went, took a day and went to Salem. I've always been a huge fan of studying the Salem witch trials because it was one of the first anti-women's movements. And it's something that we all relate to today. We're not being hung at the stake necessarily, but women have, we still have a lot to overcome in terms of being heard, being fully seen and being fully respected and represented in certain areas. And, you know, that whole movement was about controlling women. And we're still seeing that today. I think that's why so many of us are fascinated by the Salem witch trials, but I finally got to see Salem. So I was really proud of myself for going on a trip by myself and doing exactly what I wanted to that day and not having to worry about being on an agenda or a timeline. The next year, this happened right in 2021, where everyone was still a little leery of traveling, but I, you know, took the necessary procedures to be able to, and I went on a retreat with, um, my life coach, Kelsey Aida. She has a podcast called high vibe in it. And I knew her cause I've talked to her before. I've been on several zoom conversations and we have chatted and I knew who she was. I knew she was a real person but I didn't know the other six women who went, but I knew enough about myself that I was going to go with great energy and open mind. 
and I was going to go and send out loving vibes to everyone around me. And just with that, I bonded almost instantly with everyone that I met. It was just a super supportive, um, non-judgmental and open atmosphere. We all got to learn so much from each other. And it was really cool because we would have our breakfast, our lunch, and our dinners around the table. We'd get up every morning, we did yoga, and we would get around the table and we talk about the peak and the pinner of our day or how we all related to each other. And just for the longest time, I would get up and say, man, I really miss sitting around the table and just having those conversations. But it was something that I'd never been on a yoga retreat before. I'd never been on, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, well, this is fun. We get to go parasailing, we get to ride ATVs in the mountains. And it's a beautiful beach. I mean, Puerto Vallarta is gorgeous. So I, I, but I didn't know what to expect. And it was another thing I did. It was a way that I showed up for myself. I went on this retreat to learn about myself and to treat myself. That was the whole purpose of the retreat. Now, with all that being said, me getting up and traveling by myself is a way that I like to show myself love. I like to take myself on vacation, but that may not be for you, solo travel. And if it's not, maybe you would want to take a small step, take yourself out to dinner or take yourself to a movie. I remember years ago when I found out I was being laid off of a job I had for almost five years, I consoled myself by going out to eat alone at the Olive Garden and going to see a movie. I wasn't ready to talk about it with anyone just yet. I just wanted to, you know, feel my feelings and handle it on my own and also show myself some compassion and show myself some love. It was a situation that was beyond my control and I could either lock myself in the house and mope about it, or I can go call my friends and, you know, whine about it to them and say things that maybe I didn't mean, or I could just spend time with myself. And I remember sitting at that restaurant, that being the first time I had a meal in public by myself. And I remember walking out and thinking, huh, that's, that's really not so bad having a meal by myself. And then later in the couple of years, I would have jobs where I would be required to travel and it would be, okay, get DoorDash and lock myself in a hotel room or immerse myself around the community and go out to eat by myself. And I realize it's not so bad after all. And then also your way of spending time with yourself could be just watching a Netflix series that you want or going to a yoga class by yourself. My point is find out what it is you really want to do, what you really enjoy doing, and spend time doing that by yourself. You have to cultivate a relationship with yourself before you cultivate relationships with other people. So getting comfortable with your own company, getting to know yourself, journaling, knowing what it is, honoring the things about yourself, maybe honoring the qualities about yourself that you may not love so much, but still finding love within yourself and being able to console yourself and being comfortable being by yourself is just so important. I say this is somebody that used to constantly have to surround myself with people to feel fulfilled, only to realize I was surrounding myself with people who were not necessarily supporting me or didn't really love me for who I was. It was like they loved what 
the good time that I bought or the label that they put on me, you know, being, being seen, but not known or being loved or being loved, but not known. And that's like a superficial, it can be comforting for all, but it's just a very superficial feeling. So that's my first suggestion is getting comfortable with your own company, get comfortable spending time by yourself. That is the first thing that is the foundational tip that I have to show yourself some love. The second one I have is find yourself gifts. Again, it doesn't have to be expensive gift. You don't have to go out and buy yourself a Chanel purse. If that's not in the budget, you don't have to go out and buy yourself a new car, although you could, but doing little things for yourself. Like Miley Cyrus says, she went out and bought herself flowers. So go to Trader Joe's, buy yourself flowers or buy yourself, you know, your favorite snack, get yourself a milkshake. It's my birthday week. So I'm definitely taking advantage of all the free things that I get, such as donuts, free burrito at those, free treat from Chick-fil-A. What else do I get free on my birthday? Oh, there's a couple other things, but just go out and do something nice for yourself. Even if it's like buying yourself, you know, a nice luxurious pair of pajamas, but keep showing yourself love by investing in yourself. And maybe it's for you, it's not buying yourself a gift. Maybe for you, it's just setting a self side time every morning just to sit in your own company or, you know, letting yourself have a treat every now and then. I mean, I let myself, I treat myself all the time. So I can't really say that, you know, Oh, you know, eating a cupcake and just indulging in it. It's, I usually just eat what I want anyway, but really give yourself a gift of something. Even if it's a gift of time, make sure you invest in yourself and buy yourself a gift. So that kind of ties along with some of the things I said in the first one. The third tip that I have is talking to your inner child. Something I've learned is that we have a lot of beliefs that we have about ourselves. Some of the outdated beliefs or just some beliefs that hold us back. Maybe you think you're not capable of doing something you've always wanted to do, or you feel like, you know, you're not, and you know, you're not blank enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're, you know, you're just taking up too much space. That's something else I notice. I go to target and anytime I walk by somebody or have to get by them, they say, Oh no, I'm sorry. They don't have to be sorry. It's just an aisle that I'm walking past them through. Or if I, almost bump into somebody. They're like, Oh no, I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry for taking up space. That's a common mistake we all make. We all think that we're, you know, taking up so much space and we're taught this subconsciously. I've always been told that I'm too loud. And yes, I do have a loud voice. I mean, I like to protect myself. I was a theater kid and now I'm a podcaster, but that's just who I am. It's not, it should not be an issue. So what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make here is that we're taught to, as women and possibly men too, I don't know what it's like to be a man, but we're taught to shrink ourselves. We're taught to talk softly. We're taught to sit still, look pretty. We're taught not to take up so much space. Somebody walks right by us. What do we do? Oh no, I'm sorry. You have nothing to be sorry about. And with that being said, you have to think about where those beliefs come from. For me, being loud, or being too loud or taking up too much space, that kind of comes from things that you were told as a child. You know, we're told to be quiet, use our quiet voices, or, you know, I had a hard time paying attention when I was in school. I've talked about this before. So I had a lot of beliefs that 
my mind was not capable of being, you know, being a web developer or I was not capable of doing basic math. And some of these beliefs that I held onto for a long time, it came from stereotypes that were around me growing up. The whole women being quiet and sitting still and not having an opinion about anything. That's something that I, I didn't necessarily grow up seeing it in my direct family or my direct circle, but I would see this in other women in our community. They, you know, let their husbands do all the talking. They let their husbands kind of take up the whole conversation. And, you know, that's just what's normal for us. So think about some of the beliefs that you have, some of the subconscious beliefs you have about yourself. And then think of yourself as a child. What would you say to your inner child? Think of yourself as a young child that had their feelings hurt for the first time. It may be something that a kid said to you that was really mean, or maybe you just felt left out. What would you say to that child? So the third rule I have for showing yourself some love is talking to your inner child and talking to yourself with love and compassion. And if you're not you know, necessarily wanted to speak to yourself out loud, or if you're not big on affirmations, write it down. Talk about ways that you can show yourself compassion. Talk about some outdated, silly beliefs that you may have about yourself and what you have to say about that. Even look into doing some hypnotherapy or some meditations on your inner child. You know, what would your, you know, higher for me would be Christ or what would what would they have to say about some of the limiting beliefs that you have? You know, there's a lot of things that we, well, there's a lot of things that we all carry that we have been taught by society. It's time to sit with yourself and say, okay, what have I believed about myself for a long time that is outdated? And how do I move beyond that? So think about your inner child and think about the compassion that you need to show yourself. A lot of those outdated beliefs that we had came from when we were younger. So work on rewriting those old beliefs in any way that you can, whether it's doing affirmations, whether it's doing some form of meditations, whether it's scripture, whatever it is that works for you, just keep work on cultivating that relationship that you have with an inner child. And number four, this is kind of obvious, but I wrote it down anyway, because it's something that I do to show myself some love. And that's developing a self-care routine. That self-care routine is a bubble bath. That self-care routine involves taking a dance class at least once a week. That self-care routine, it just very recently is letting myself watch some television. I can be really hard on myself sometimes about doing too many dopamine consuming activities, such as watching too much TV or what else have I done? had, you know, having a drink or something like that, something that I normally don't let myself do because it's counterproductive. Me being that Enneagram three constantly having to achieve. I let myself be counterproductive. I got really hooked on a Netflix series. I got hooked on Jenny and Georgia. I even watched that 90 show and I, I watched a lot of TV this week. And that's just the way that I've been showing myself some love is letting myself be counterproductive even though I have a million things to do, I let myself do things that did not necessarily require a lot of energy. So that was my self-care routine. Self-care is going to look different from everybody. It doesn't necessarily have to be masks and bubble baths, although those things are 
also amazing, but think about ways that you're going to show yourself some care. The other thing that I do is I drink a sleepy time tea and make sure I get at least six hours of sleep every night, if not more. That's my daily self-care routine. So think about ways that you can show yourself some self-care and implement that, make it a habit. And number five, this may tie into what I was just recently talking about is watching a lot of TV and, you know, having some bourbon, but number five is just be mindful of what you feed yourself. And this is not only just what you put in your body. It is really important to eat a healthy diet to help cultivate that energy and to show your body some care, but be careful what you feed yourself in terms of what you're watching, what you're consuming and what you're allowing yourself to believe. I know for me is that I do get intrigued by politics. I like to listen to both sides. I even get a little, well, I get mildly entertained listening to both sides kind of bicker at each other and, you know, just kind of, it makes me feel honestly extremely intelligent and extremely powerful that I feel like I have a better idea of how to run this country than a lot of our elected officials do, but I do have to limit myself because I get to that point where I feel great and angry. And then I get frustrated at some of the decisions that get are getting made or some of the things that are said from people of power and the way that they look at the people that they serve. A lot of times they don't see themselves as public servants. They see themselves as, I see them as tyrannical, but they see themselves as they're above everyone else. And that frustrates me to no end. So I've really had to limit my exposure to that. And that's just an example I want to use with you. I also, I love a lot of alternative rock. I love a lot of nineties country, but I have to be careful, like how much like sad music I listen to. Sometimes it's good to like, listen to some of the, some of the ragers and like, let your feelings out. But then I have to remember that this is not my reality. So I have to be really careful about what I'm letting myself consume and what I'm putting into my mind. So the things that you feed yourself, just anything that can be influencing the beliefs that you have, that can be influencing your mood, and that can be negatively influencing your mood and the things you have that's positively influencing you, go ahead and gorge in it. But some of the things that I I indulge in that give me that dopamine fix, such as sugar, political TV, you know, I watched a special on Andrew Tate on YouTube and it actually ruined my day because first I got intrigued. I'm like, okay, everybody's cheering on this guy for getting arrested. And yeah, he's a total jerk. I know he's a total jerk. I know a little bit about him. Then I watched a special on him and I was, I was furious. I was, and it just, it affected, it almost ruined my day. So that being said, the way that I show myself love is being mindful of what I feed myself and Another way I show myself love is I make sure to listen to life-giving podcasts. I love my newest favorite podcast is a podcast. Her, I don't even remember her name, but it's the Unf Yourself, Un Unfuck Yourself podcast. It's very entertaining and talks about how she spends her energy and just life hacks that she has. It's a podcast that I like to listen to. I also like to listen to School of Greatness. That's kind of who I want to be. I want to be like Lewis Howes 
interviewing people, learning about the challenges they overcome. I'm interviewing a lot of small business owners. He's interviewing a lot of famous people. That's who I want to reflect. So I make sure and listen to that. I listen to high vibe in it. I love watching comedy shows, something that just silly, going to make me laugh. I love listening to classic 80s rock and even some 90s pop music that makes me feel good for a little bit. So also feeding my body with exercise and feeding my body some delicious, healthy food, things that just make me feel better. So being mindful of what you're feeding yourself mentally and physically is another way that you show yourself love. So there they are, my five tips, getting comfortable with your own company, gifting yourself time or gifts, talking to your inner child, developing a self-care routine, and being mindful of what you feed yourself. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I actually wrote it while I was on an airplane on my birthday, wanting to be with you guys, but now I get to be with you guys. And I'm super excited about what's to come next week. It's going to be my 100th episode. So really excited, kind of nervous, hoping you guys like what I put out there. And I also have a lot of interviews that I've been doing lately. So I'm really excited about the guests that are going to be on the show and the value that I'm going to be bringing you guys. But as always, thanks for listening. And if you love this episode or any episode, please leave me a five-star review. That would be the best birthday gift ever. I love every single one of you and hope you have an amazing week. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.